Hello, everyone, and welcome to this podcast of the Missouri Children's Trust Fund. I'm Kirk Schreiber, Executive Director at CTF. February is National Parent Leadership Month, and joining me today by phone is parent leader Mr. Sam Blue from St. Louis. Hello, Sam. Hello. Sam, I'm going to brag on you a little bit before we get started. Sam is a community engagement specialist for the Vision for Children at Risk through Project Launch in St. Louis. He is a supportive husband of 23 years and the father of nine children, seven daughters and two sons. He has served as chair of the Magnolia Center's Parent Committee at Grace Hill Head Start, as well as vice chair of their policy council. He has been an AmeriCorps member, and he was selected as the Missouri Head Start Association's 2011 Father of the Year. In addition, he has also been named the Region 7 Head Start Association's 2011 Father of the Year, which encompasses a four-state area. And if that's not enough, Sam is a member of the Friends National Parent Advisory Council for Community-Based Child Abuse Prevention. So, Sam, you are a very busy man indeed, so I appreciate you joining me today. Thank you, Kirk. I'm glad to be a part of this conversation. Well, Sam, maybe you could start out by just telling us what parent leadership is, you know, kind of what it looks like, and, and why is it important that we have parents involved and in leadership roles? Well, parent leadership... It's kind of funny. I uh, was talking to my wife the other night, and I asked her some true question in terms of parent leadership. And she stated, well, taking care of your own family and not being so busy. (laughs) So to incorporate that in this conversation, uh, leadership is just that, taking care of our families, being able to uh, navigate the the stresses of life, able to to stay connected and uh, reaching out the, the resources to help others, uh, connect them with resources. Mm-hmm. And above all, helping our uh, children, understanding our children and, and the different stages of their development, and reaching out to them socially and emotionally. And, and, that, and not just being so busy, but being effective. You can be busy, but you want to be effective in being busy. So that's what parent leadership is all about, being busy but yet effective, and uh, focusing on your family, reaching out and supporting other families. Those are good lessons for all of us and uh, important things to remember. And I would just think, you, I think you mentioned connection and just that sense of connection in the community is, is so important. Oh, yes, very much so. When one has so much pressure in their life, going to the day-to-day pressure of going to work, taking care of the children, especially your single parent, uh, a lot of times the, the connection somehow gets clouded and because of so much pressure. But when you can work with parents and help them to navigate that pressure, and they begin to see the importance of connection, and that connection becomes that more stronger. Sure, and I think it's just so important for us to not be isolated and and to have each other to lean on. And so I would think that that you know just would be key with parents being engaged and and not being isolated, and you know connecting with not only each other but in the community. Sam, maybe you could share some of the parent leadership activities that you were involved with in your community. Well, just yesterday, we celebrate the National uh, Parent Leadership Month by acknowledging those parents. They have been uh, working with Project Launch with the parent cafes where we come together and we talk and have conversation on, about our children, how to navigate that pressure and stay connected uh, and, uh, and reaching out to uh, concrete help in a time of need. So we celebrated over 20 parents and we gave them awards for their leadership and recognized them because of their leadership. And I worked with the Project Launch, which is a link in action to unmet needs for children's health. We focused on zip codes 07 and 06 
and we reach out to parents and, and throughout the community social services to uh, start up cafes where conversations, constructive conversation, not just conversation, but uh, constructive conversation where there's rules at the table where no one's judging one another, uh, no one's giving advice, uh, but respecting one another. And through those constructive conversations, we've been seeing a lot of good, productive results. And that's just one thing. And on the state level, we're working on Drinking Family Conference, where we uh, will have uh, cafes, um, particularly Dad's Cafe, parents coming together to uh, work together and to encourage each other. And on a national level, of course, I'll be working with the PAC. And uh, next month, we'll be traveling to Texas to uh, work on strategic plans to and to see how uh, parent leadership will look like in the next uh, years to come. You're involved on every level, it sounds like, uh, community as well as uh, state, and uh, then the national level. You mentioned the PAC, which uh, PAC stands for Parent Advisory Council, and and I mentioned earlier that you were a part of the Friends Parent Advisory Council. Maybe you could tell us um, a little bit about what the council does. The PAC is part of the Friends National uh, Resource, which is uh, Friends stands for Family Resource information, education, and network development services. TAC, the Parent Advisory Council, supported at the uh, federal requirement where there's a parent voice in a lot of these programs throughout the nation. And uh, the PAC is a nine-parent team. With that nine, we work on different projects. Uh, and France itself do a lot of uh, training and technical support throughout the nation. And we make sure their parent voice is in a lot of those uh, programs. You touched on uh, parent cafes just a little bit. Maybe for those listeners that aren't familiar with that concept, maybe you could briefly just explain what goes into a parent cafe and what's that all about. Parent cafe is going out to eat. And what we, we set up these cafes, set up a lunch or dinner, and we make families feel welcome. We make parents feel welcome. And that's the key, an atmosphere where they can feel safe, safe to express themselves, able to express their their experience and in the cafes we 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 push the protective factors these five protective factors have been uh, tested and been proven if it's part of a family it it creates strong families and keep children safe and uh, so with these protective factors we introduce it in a way where it's fun where we set up table rules where nobody's judging nobody no one's giving nobody advice we're able to share from our own experience and ideals, and uh, we're able to inject these protective factors of being having resilience, being able to to navigate that pressure in your life. Well, we talk about connection, the, the importance of being connected with someone in these conversations. We also talk about concrete help in a time of need, and uh, we also talk about uh, parenting, uh, our knowledge of parenting and child development. And, and, of course, we talk about social and emotional needs of our children. But we do it in a way where it's fun. We talk about our own experience. We speak from our own experience. And we have aha moments when we learn from experience from another parent, what they went through. Oh, I've been through the same problem. And once we can identify other parents go through the same thing, we're, somehow it gives us strength and confidence that we can move to the next level and makes us stronger in terms of our connection. So. The Parent Cafe, even we make commitment letters to ourselves to make commitment to do better, to work on some of the needs in our lives. And we find out after the cafes, some of the parents are still going out, <laughs> meeting up with each other, talking and laughing and, and, and continuing to share. So it's been a positive thing to have a Parent Cafe in the community. Mm-hmm. We're, uh, even with the faith base, we're, we work with a church, a local church, and they was able to do the Parent Cafe and 
and just change uh, their mindset and working with people in the community. And uh, now they have parent cafes uh, each month at the end of the month, Church of Christ is Divine. They, Pastor Coleman, he pushed cafes now uh, each month. Grace Hill, they have cafes each month now. And those, and last cafe I went to with Grace Hill, we didn't have enough seats. Uh, and and uh, we had over 100 parents uh, at Pastor Coleman's cafe. So uh, it's by word of mouth. Uh, you don't need a lot of flyers once it starts because once you become connected, begin to trust uh, others and have a safe atmosphere and maybe can navigate your pressure, it, it's a plus for the family and a plus for the children. Well, I think that just sounds like an excellent opportunity and experience to have. I had the opportunity of going through just one and really, really enjoyed it and wouldn't hesitate to uh, be involved in another. I would like to see kind of that parent cafe concept spread throughout Missouri, if possible, in in every community. How would you go about, you know, for a parent that would want to get involved or maybe a provider that works with parents and they want to tell them how to get involved or connected in their own community, what's, what's the best way to do that? Well, you can uh, always uh, go to Friends and Google uh, Friends National Resource Center, and uh, there are a lot of resources that's available concerning uh, how to reach out in your local community and how to uh, celebrate parent leadership. And again, you can always start a parent cafe, (laughs) and that's a good way to uh, reach out not only in faith-based organizations or social service, but just in many areas in the neighborhoods or neighborhood blocks or just in the schools and whatever. Uh, it's always a plus when people connect and begin to work together. What would be some of the potential barriers, and maybe you've experienced some of these with parents becoming leaders or, or assuming leadership roles in their community? What would be some of those barriers? Of course, the pressure, the day-to-day pressure that a parent goes through, and especially single parents, when it seems like it's just so impossible to make it through the next day, let alone the next hour. And able to just to stay focused and trying to navigate through that pressure, it, it could be uh, challenging. So when you uh, have a connection, when these parents begin to connect with something that's structured, having a structured conversation, they'd be able to see the clouds kind of go away when you have something that's structured, that's proven, and you're able to work together and you get more people involved, not just parents, you get the service providers, you get the faith-based other people in the community involved, once they get on board, that connection will be stronger and that will help the parent overcome a lot of those obstacles. Very good. Again, we're talking with Sam Blue today. Sam is the Community Engagement Specialist for the Vision for Children at Risk and also a very invested parent in St. Louis. And Sam mentioned earlier that the Friends Parent Advisory Council has put together a variety of resources to recognize and celebrate parents who are demonstrating leadership in local programs in their community or on a state and even a national level. So if you go to the Friends National Resource Center, uh, as Sam said, you can either Google it or you can go to friendsnrc.org, F-R-I-E-N-D-S-N-R-C.org, and you will find some very helpful tools. Sam, I just want to thank you so much for joining me today and for your volunteer service and uh, work. And we just wish continued success to you and with your work as well. Thank you, Kirk, for having me. And thank you to all of our listeners. And, And please remember that we all have a responsibility to keep our children safe.